Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Tuesday of week 13 for your Philadelphia Eagles. They got, I, I guess every game at this point out is, is a big game because they really can't afford to lose anymore. They face the Miami Dolphins Sunday in Miami. Miami's 2-9. and nine. Your Eagles are 5-6. and six. I got the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, to talk about the latest news with the Birds and other topics related to them in the NFL. Merrill, good morning. The news yesterday, as far as late in the afternoon, was the Eagles waived wide receiver Jordan Matthews after only two games and despite the fact that he played 96% of the offensive snaps against Seattle. What was your reaction to to these developments? Well, I was a bit surprised, but uh, I should say nothing surprises me in the NFL. It's uh, the the letters everyone says mean not for long. Well, in the case of Jordan Matthews, it was very, very brief on his third stop with the Eagles. He was only here for a couple of weeks, but it's a business, and they do what's best, they think, for the personnel of the team. It tells me that... Aguilar and Jeffrey should be back this week, and they feel comfortable with Greg Ward, who they called up from the practice squad, who had a productive day. So it's it's a business decision. They're never easy to see and feel, especially when you you know a guy like Jordan Matthews, who was such a quality person. But that's that's business in the NFL. Yes, it is. Uh, another dot that people are connecting to this is that the fact that cornerback uh, Cravon LeBlanc may be close to coming off of injured reserve and being activated, so there's a roster spot there. But one more name I will bring up in terms of this development, Merrill, is Mac Collins, who didn't play a lot offensively on Sunday against the Seahawks. So why is Jordan Matthews being let go before former fourth-round pick Mac Hollins. Well, in all fairness to Mac Hollins, he has hardly been a target, and he is considered an outstanding special teamer. And this is something that they value very, very greatly. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, moving on to Carson Wentz, Merrill. We, we talked a lot about him and his struggles yesterday. It, we're not going to sugarcoat it. He he definitely missed some open guys. The stuff that stands out is him overthrowing Miles Sanders very early in the game. He also had some other throws that missed. But, Merrill, in, in, in the time that has passed since the game, some some analysts like, like Dan Orlovsky of ESPN, who was a former NFL quarterback who played many years in the NFL, some, some analysts are breaking down film of the Eagles wide receivers and pointing out how they're lacking details, uh, specifically J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, lacking details. Um, What does that say about the way the wide receivers are playing in terms of their route runnings and fundamentals, and what does it say about the Eagles coaching? Well, when things go wrong, everybody is trying to pick every little thing apart. I think Carson Wentz stood up and said that he did not play well. He has to play better. Uh, You can look at it any way you like. I watched the game last night, the Monday night game, and I saw one of the best performances ever on Monday night football by the Ravens' Lamar Jackson. And what he's doing right now is he's just running around having fun. Yeah, there's a structured offense, but he's letting his his, his natural talent take over. I remember watching him at the Combine a couple of years ago when he was there with Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen and Josh Allen. 
and throwing the football, he was really the least impressive just with the mechanics of throwing the football. But he's confident now. And every game breeds more confidence. And he took over that game and they just dominated it. They smashed the Rams. The Rams weren't even in the game. And their last year, uh, Jared Goff was everybody's darling. He was playing great football. And then yesterday, he couldn't do anything right. So it's, it's a matter of getting that confidence and letting your natural ability come to the fore. And that, I think, more than anything is what Carson Wentz has to go back to doing. And it's easier said than done. But you remember Carson Wentz as a rookie where he went out there and he had fun and he just let those passes rip. Right now, I think he's aiming. He's pressing. Once he gets back to just going out there and playing to his natural ability within the structure of the offense, I think he'll be okay. Well, then, uh, Merrill, I guess a, a follow-up to that is then then who better to face than the Miami Dolphins on Sunday, the 2-9 and nine Miami Dolphins, a team that's not doing well this year and a team that, that Carson Wentz could very well play well against simply because they're not good and gain some of that confidence back. Well, I think they are just what the doctor ordered. Although, <laughs> heaven forbid if, if they should slip up against the Miami Dolphins because they have some people, too, who can make plays. Uh, we've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick, who they at times call Ryan Fitzmagic, and when they lose, they call him other things. But we saw him, them, him beat them uh, last year when he was in Tampa Bay. They have a wide receiver, Devontae Parker, who was a first-round draft pick. So nothing is ever a given. But you're right. They have to go down there and take care of business, beat the Dolphins, and take off from there. Merrill, uh, Carson yesterday, or, or Doug yesterday, revealed that Carson suffered a, you know, a, a slight bruise, a little bruise in his hand, his right-throwing hand. Uh, Doug said he's day-to-day, but expects him to be fine, doesn't expect him to miss any practice. How concerning do you think uh, people should be about this injury? I don't think they should worry about it, because after he had the injury examined, he came back on the field, and even though it was garbage time, he threw some of his best passes late in the game. So I think uh, I, I don't think that will be a factor. And, and Lane Johnson... The, the, other thing I, yes. the other thing I wanted to point out is that Doug uh, indicated, and he didn't do it definitively, but he said that there's a good chance that Lane Johnson right. will be back at practice on Wednesday. Technically, he was still in concussion protocol, but uh, Doug seemed very optimistic. And and this is obviously a silly question to that, but but how how I mean, how much would, would Lane help? Lane is obviously the, arguably the best right tackle in football. Just having him back could could make things a lot easier for Carson, right? It would be very very big, and then hopefully, uh, Brandon Brooks is back also, and you regain that right side of the offensive line, which was one of the biggest factors in their loss on Sunday. Merrill, and speaking of Brandon Brooks, uh, and this this obviously, this is a topic that deals with things much bigger than football. Brandon revealed yesterday that he it was a conf- the confirming a report from the Inquirer that the reason he left Sunday's game was because he had a, a, another occurrence of anxiety. He had a setback with, with his vomiting, his routine vomiting, and he, he got sick during the game. What does it say about Brandon Brooks? that he's so transparent about what he deals with and he's so courageous to, to share what he deals with. What does it say about Brandon? I think the word that you used, courageous, describes what he is. He's a great football player, one of the best guards in the National Football League. But when this overcomes him, there are people who hear the word anxiety and they think, 
oh, he's a little nervous. It's just he, he, he's just not tough enough to go through this thing. No, um, I've spoken with my sister, who's a clinical psychologist about this. And she pointed out how when you are when you suffer this anxiety, it takes over your entire body. You have some of the symptoms of somebody having a heart attack and you can't physically perform regardless of what your job is. So I think for him to come out, as you said, and be transparent speaks about the courageousness of this man, and I am confident he will be back. Definitely tons of respect for Brandon Brooks. He, he, is, a, he is a remarkable man and, and just a tremendous, great football player and great person. Merrill, I, I'm, I got one more for you. Um, so it's no secret that the offense is not playing well right now. They have not played well the past two weeks, but the defense has been very good to, to excellent, minus a few plays here and there. And it's very possible that in order for the Eagles to make the playoffs and win their last five games week by week, that they might have to win a lot of ugly, low-scoring games won basically by, by the defense. How much do you agree with that? I think the defense can really help an offense. There's no doubt about that. And there have been teams that have been defensively oriented that, that, that dominate. You go back to the, oh, we can go back in history, the 85 Bears. But then you talk about the Baltimore Ravens who beat the Giants in the Super Bowl in the 2000s. And they were a team that was the, the, the winning quarterback was Trent Dilfer. Yeah. So when you have quarterbacks like that, now the Eagles have a much more talented quarterback. This offense ought to be able to put points on the board. But generally, if your defense can hold an opponent to 17 points, you're going to win a lot of games. That hasn't been the case with the Eagles in the last two weeks, but this offense is capable of playing a lot better football. And just like you said, the Dolphins could be just what the doctor ordered to, to get their confidence back on track and get their game back on track. Well, Merrill, every Wednesday we talk about uh, former matchups and uh, you know memorable games of the coming up matchup that the Eagles have. Tomorrow I'm going to test your knowledge and see if you remember a specific one that happened at Veterans Stadium that dealt with a specific person that we talked about a lot. So I'm looking forward to see. You probably do remember it, and you probably remember it right now, but I'm looking forward to talking about that uh, tomorrow morning. Thank you for the time, as always, and we'll chat with you tomorrow. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.